0: Good afternoon, and welcome to open air. Good afternoon, Ashwini. Good afternoon, Jen. We have one announcement here. Okay. If you're already already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and or other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And unless there is something else you have, we can go straight to our callers. Let's go straight to our callers. All right. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Dan. This is Anna in Oakland
1: hi hi i'm actually in the queue for good news so i'm going to get a chance to talk in a moment shall we hop over me and
2: have another caller on and i'll talk to you
1: in a minute yeah Yeah, that sounds good (laughs) okay talk to you in a sec bye-bye
0: all right very good (laughs) all right let's go to our first first caller next first caller you're now live on the air and would you please introduce yourself
3: Next caller, are you
0: there?
3: Hey, Ashwini and Jen, this is Jeff in North Carolina. I was muted. Hey, Jeff. Hey, and I was also just on the call today, so I'm also, you know, happy to talk tonight or happy to um, pass it on to somebody else as well. If you have a a sense of that, I I have a sense
0: of it, Jeff. um, Folks are this. This evening they are slow to be putting themselves in the queue. So, if you have something Jeff as folks are getting ready to put themselves in the queue, that might be a a good starting place.
3: Okay, okay that sounds great.
0: Today.
3: Um so um really it, it you know, uh it's it's a lot of what I was talking about this morning. I I'm just noticing um that I get caught up in things. Um, you know, and as I go around in the day, get caught up in whatever, um, kind of suffering that I do, or just, yeah, just going about in life, the attention gets drawn in. Um, and I notice that I can come right when I real, when, you know, when there's a moment of awareness, I can come right back to, uh, not to, and, um, you know, to, and that, you know, to the oneness of. Uh, maybe not everybody's on and, knows what the, the, what we're focused on, but the, the oneness of being right here, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's available and, um, just having that, uh, it, it's not like, like I'm really even, it's not like I'm trying to do that or trying to make that happen. Um, but it just, it just seems, um, it just seems available. Uh, right now. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, you know, Jeff, when I when you said that, what dropped in is that it's truly an awareness practice, right? Awareness registers um, in con- the the attention on conditioned mind, and it's available in awareness to redirect the attention, which is why we call it awareness practice, because it's not just being aware of ego. It's also aware of awareness or awareness being aware.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: The practice right. of awareness, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful when yeah. that flip happens for us, right? Where all of our training initially is to recognize, it, it is to pay attention to our process. It, it's very much the uh, what we were the assignment that we're starting to look at in the year-long retreat with the story of the gardener, right? You first have to know weed in order to uh, <clears throat> pull it. Right, And then from there we graduate into flowers and fruit and enjoyment of the other aspects of the garden because we don't, if we're focused on the weeds and cotton weed, the frustration of pulling weeds, we, we lose appreciation of the fruit and the flowers and the beauty. And then we have to get to that perspective of no gardener at all. And so I have, to be in the gar- I, I, I have to have the perspective of the garden, which is exactly what you're talking about. And it's very hard to describe what you're saying, but the awareness registers, oh, a weed. Let's deal with the weed or redirect attention to the flowers or redirect attention to that perspective that you're talking about where there's nothing wrong with ha- having a weed in the garden or having beautiful flowers in the garden. And it's all done from that other perspective.
3: Yeah, this
2: perspective.
3: right. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I, um, yeah, I know. I noticed that, um, I, sometimes like when, when you were talking about it, you know, the talking about the, um, the, you know, the kind of the absence of the gardener that, that I laughed or there was laughter mm-hmm. at that point. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just, um, and And I've had that experience too with uh that that um that uh line from the from the in the assignment that i was uh was talking about earlier today which is um the i can't even remember it now but the the infinite universe um, stand all is always standing right before your eyes something like that mm-hmm. and um you know it's just you know how Wow! (laughs) How could that be? (laughs) That it it um, but um yeah it's it's just uh it's just fun to um to just be paying attention um Mm -hmm. and and to slip into it and and just be going along and um just really enjoying being enjoying being
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um enjoying without
3: having to earn it Mm exactly.
4: With, go ahead, Jeff, without having to earn it. Yeah, well, it's it, it sort of, um, it, you, you said it earlier, right? There's no efforting in that. It, it's, it's not like you have to go, oh, not to. I have to remember not to, and then go to that place of oneness, which is one process, right? And it's the practice, when we say in practice, awareness does not need someone to
5: be aware.
4: That's mm-hmm. what we're referencing, that awareness is aware. And when the attention is on awareness, that's our experience. There's no efforting. I don't have to be a someone. And truly, when that gardener dissolves, there is the delight, because that is the response of witnessing.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that kind of uh, uh, surprised by joy is a part of my experience. Mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. and and surprised mm-hmm. by wonder. And, and just that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it is the delight. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is the, the delight of the moment and of, of mm-hmm. life and, and how extraordinary it is. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, and just, yeah, the gift of it all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. When there's nothing wrong, I, I, and it's all in that, right? So the delight being the almost response to the witnessing as well as delighted when the movement happens from a collapsed awareness to an expanded awareness where the movement from not two to one happens, that delight, that there's the delight in, Mm -hmm. in shifting perspective as well, which I think is what you're pointing to. Yeah. When the problem dissolves.
3: Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, and some, and some of it is, um, you know, wow, (laughs) Um, I, yeah, that, uh, you know, I, I, I can't believe this is happening. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I, you know, I can't, I mean, I can't believe the universe is as wonderful as it is. Um, That, Mm -hmm. that is, I think that is one of the things that made me really tear up during the call uh, earlier today. And again, right now, when I say that, that, that sense of, Oh my gosh, I, you know, um, yeah. this is a wonderful universe. Um,
0: yeah. 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 It's holy perfection.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, thank you very much.
0: Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Oh, I, I just so resonate with every piece of that. The, certainly, I mean, the delight in the, I mean, just flowers, right? Just the unbelievable mm-hmm. variety of texture and colors mm-hmm. and, oh, God. And then that, the delight in what you were just saying, that, of the movement, to, to make that movement when that happens. And where especially in those places where literally, I mean, I watch it all the time, I'm sitting in the same place. I've not moved. Nothing in the circumstances has changed. Not, I mean, it's all absolutely exactly as it is. But to experience that internal shift, is it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That that
4: attention is... is that, I mean, that's why we train so much in
0: where is the attention? Right? Can you redirect the attention? Yeah. Can you direct the attention? Yeah. Yeah. Literally another universe. Enter a whole other universe.
4: Literally yes what universe are you creating
0: that's right yeah all right let's take our next caller next caller you're now live on the air and would you please introduce yourself
6: oh hi ashwini hi jen it's barbara here in australia hey barbara hi oh i've got a bit of a surprise to get on um Yeah, I just just listening to that last conversation and um, just this week's assignment with the year long um, I'd been sort of wanting to call in for a while really to do with my mum died a few months ago and just you know, that whole process and um, there's been a lot of family dynamics and um, this assignment has been so helpful. We had a a family zoom call the other day that um you know it was the first step towards talking about the logistics of sorting out my mum's estate and there's a lot of tension and a lot of polarized views and afterwards um well i had actually quite a lot of equanimity during the call which is uh, was was just great <laughs> um to notice but you know some Uh, some feelings and um, things arose afterwards and I was able to do that you know I can't can't think of the the words properly from the assignment but the you know expanding out to to find the commonality and I've done that a bit during this time of um, you know being with my own suffering and then expanding out and you know realizing that we've all just lost our mother like Mm -hmm. it's not just me it's all and it's been very powerful to do that you know it's just um, I guess letting that everyone and all of their different reactions and all of those dynamics sort of putting them all just in that circle of compassion Mm
4: -hmm. yeah yes and you said it so beautifully Barbara because it's a way to be with your suffering and it's also a way not to come to, to leave the ego out of the process, right? Because that redirect to a place of commonality, to that place of conscious, compassionate awareness, which allows everyone to be in the circle of compassion, benefits me more than anyone else in, in, in the first yeah. place, right? So it, it allows me to be with the person who's lost their mother, but to come from the perspective of everyone is grieving here. And so the identification can be held in compassion. And then we, and it's powerful, as you said, because then you are in a position, almost, this is a funny way of saying it, but a more conscious position, right? So you can hold that space for everyone. You can hold everyone's hearts in navigating through this process, rather than also come from a place of unconsciousness.
6: Yeah, I really felt I had that experience the other day in, in doing that. I, I felt that I was holding the energy in that space and there's a lot of reactivity um, mm-hmm. with my siblings and I can see all the different points of view. I, I, I don't so much have my own sort of particularly strong, you know, this is the right thing view. Um, yeah, and just the other thing that I was had been thinking of wanting to call in about though you know I've really noticed um, you know since my mum died that ego has been really trying to um, just get in there with an assessment of how it thinks I'm going and how how the grief's going and am I doing it right, and am I having the appropriate responses and you know, I haven't been devastated and I haven't been crying all the time. And, and mm. you know, egos really tried to work at making that wrong and, um, mm. and sort of, you know, I've sort of noticed, and I just sort of wanted to verbalize this in a practice context, I have noticed that... Um, A lot of what I think in the past would have been felt as grief Um, I I, I felt this time it was ego conversation sort of creating an emotion Mm
4: -hmm. Mm
6: -hmm. and by not doing that there was it was a lot I don't know it's it's been a very different experience I guess you know 20 something years ago I lost my dad and It's just been a very, very different experience. And and yes, there's been a lot of ego trying to judge that, assess that, um, get involved with that, you know, make it good or bad, I guess. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're, so several things about that, right, Barbara, first of all, uh, there's a conditioned idea of what grief should be. There's an idea of it. But that's yeah. not your experience. And when idea versus experience, when, when the idea and the experience don't match, ego has a lot to say about it because this is how you should be, but this is not how you are. And so it's, it's, a, it's a process that happens all the time. And, it, and we're so now aware of it, especially because, I mean, in, in high-stakes situations, well, if you lose your mother, it's such a big deal. You should be beating your chest and weeping and all of that. And you're not doing that. And, and the conclusion is: so, don't you love her, or are you the wrong person, or whatever the mm. conversation is? But to have that place, uh, that place of I'm present to what is arising. Right. That is really mm. the 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 reason I practice is to be with whatever arises. And this is what is arising, and to honor and honor that experience of presence perhaps at some point that tears might arise and you could be with that. Sometimes, you, you know, a smile might arise mm. at a memory and you can be with that. But that mm. the fact that grief should look this way is such an idea in conditioned mind. It's such a belief. And so good job in noticing that that's the conversation, noticing that the conversation is trying to provoke an emotion, noticing the judgment and choosing not to believe it. And then having your, and then being free to have your own experience. So this is your experience of loss in this moment. Why not?
6: Yeah, That's it is. I, your it's, experience. <laughs> it it, in it experience.
4: is. I mean, yeah,
6: yes, yes. And it it isn't. Um, like I haven't had a word to describe how I felt. You know, um, mm-hmm. space has been the closest word that I was able to find. Like a lot of space. And it isn't that I haven't had moments of strong emotion and out of the blue, you know, things will arise. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's been very interesting trying to just stay, as you said, with what is actually happening and what is arising and let that just be okay and right. and yes. Yeah. 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 Okay and right.
4: Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. Because we're not required to have any experience that life is not having in the moment. And
5: there, no, and, no, no.
4: and we don't even have to look for any meaning, right, Barbara? Because, you know, you're so present. If you're present to it, uh, you said your experience is of space. So there's no conversation. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And so you can just yeah. experience the love, the sense of completion, the sense of peace, at the passing, at the sense of acceptance of that. There's so much that you're actually experiencing just because it's not the experience conditioning wants you to have. It's not an absence of experience.
6: Yes, I think conditioning would want to equate the more devastation, the more love, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's uh, such
4: an acute observation. Yes, exactly. If you love someone, you have to do everything they want you to do. If you love someone, and they pass away, you have to be beating your chest, or you don't know love. And that's so yes. Not
6: true. Yes, no, it, They're not it related. feels very. Yes. Thank you. It's been really good to articulate it and um, have that reflected. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I appreciate it a lot. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Barbara.
6: Thanks, Ashwini. Thanks, Jen. Thank
0: you, Barbara. Thanks for joining us. Um, Oh, Ashwini, another fabulous conversation. I just was tracking right along with that. I've really, really been looking at that around um, saying goodbye to the physical monastery in Murphy's. And exactly mm-hmm. as the two of you were talking about, of just that place of watching the, the meaning that gets attached to it and realizing how that's absolutely, completely irrelevant. <laughs> that there's mm-hmm. just whatever experience there is of it. And trying to make all that meaning and decide if I'm having the right experience or the right—all that is—is is just ego trying to make it about me, and it's so not about me.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That and and I think if we follow that intuition to be with, then we can have every experience that's possible okay. in a human existence.
0: And we do, rather than just the
4: experiences that we're told we should be having, right? That we're not exactly. having, which is all, which is only an ego experience. If I'm listening to yeah. a conversation about what kind of experience I'm having, the only experience I'm having is the
0: experience of ego. So I miss out on all exactly. the
4: experiences that I can have as a human being.
0: Yes. Right, right. Yes, exactly. And and uh, um, something just went through when you were saying that. Um, ooh, it went right back out. But at any rate, yes, exactly that that we just have whatever experience there is right now to have. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we are going to... Speaking of the transition from the monastery, actually, we are going to transition to good news for a moment. So hang on one sec here as we do that. This is always the part where I with with you and Michael. It gets high level. <laughs> All right. So welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion, and I'm pleased to be joined by both Rebecca and Anna. I think you're both live now. Welcome Anna and Rebecca. Thank Thank you. Oh, perfect. That worked. Great. (laughs) So, as I said a minute ago, we actually, we talked some about, of course, the transition of the monastery. Um, Sherry and Ashwini put out that beautiful recording about the sale of the monastery. Um, And actually both Sherry and Ashwini have alluded to in different contexts the process of packing the monastery and loading and doing the actual moving, but there's so much about that and so much I think those of us who were directly involved saw with it that we thought it would be really lovely to have two of the folks who were the most involved in that process to be with us this afternoon to talk about um, your experiences of that. And so, who would like to start us off by just, you know, talking about your experience of that, as we call it, the packing retreat?
1: I can start, Jen, Susanna. Perfect. Thank you, Anna. Well,
0: first of all, it was such
1: a gift and a privilege to get to participate in that retreat. It was a hugely transformative retreat, Um mm. and, and a big part of the experience of it was continuity, how it was such, um, such a sense of continuity with all of our training, right? To show up in presence, in love, with care and attention, with everything, for everything. And, yes. and, and then getting to experience what's possible, possible in life, how it's possible to be in life when we go beyond that, the limitations of that ego, I, and what I can and can't do as determined by voices in the head. And a couple of examples of that really stand out. One is the morning when we were loading up a bunch of stuff for it to be taken to thrift to go to new homes. And one of the things we were loading was this beautiful filing cabinet. And we noticed that it had a slightly wobbly bottom handle And we paused, we went to get a screwdriver from the shop and a screw and fixed that handle so that it was sent on its way in gorgeous condition to go to its new home. And it was such an experience of profound liberation and deep joy because it was an experience of not being in a conversation about there is no time to fix this tiny one handle on this filing cabinet that's going to thrift anyway. We've got so much to do. There was just an experience of this is here, this is what's in front of us, and this is what we're attending to now. Uh, it, was, it was just just beautiful. It, it
0: really is. And I, I'm just going to just so briefly underline, because it's exactly what Ashwani was talking about with earlier callers, it's it's such a it's it's not about me right because it's not my filing cabinet anymore what do I care and they can deal with that and as you say I mean there's so many details if there's one thing we learn in packing to move oh my goodness there is no shortage of details so so tempting to run roughshod right over that but then stopping to to care for that detail and that we are the first recipients of that care
1: yes yes
0: Yeah.
1: yeah Truly. Truly.
0: And and, and I think
1: in you that had another experience.
0: Example.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I've I've got <laughs> endless examples. <that, laughs> <laughs> endless no,
0: examples. I'm trying to be quiet here so you can <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll give an appropriate amount of examples for the time that we have. But the other one <laughs> that really stands out <laughs> is um in that experience of I mean, just being so required to go beyond the me, right? Um yeah. Uh, it was one day, one of the tasks that I had was writing up uh, documentation about how our power system works, right, at the monastery mm-hmm. to pass on to the new stewards. And and again, there was, you know, there was a lot to do. And if I had been left to my own, to ego's devices, right, the way that I would mm-hmm. have done that in my conditioned little world is, well, I need to get take care of all of these other things and then have you know quiet afternoon weather space and time and i'm rested and do this thing but that just wasn't possible right it was meeting life on life's terms this needs to be taken care of now and i sat down and just watched life write it and and again that profound joy of getting out of the way of not being in a conversation about limitations or something wrong, not enough, not enough time, not enough energy is too big a task. Um, And, 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 and and the gift of getting to experience directly that George Bernard Shaw plays, right, of
0: Mm. being
1: fully used up for a purpose we Mm. consider to be a mighty one.
0: Oh, day after day after day after day after yeah. day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. once so that we can sort of gut it out and survive it, but over a stretch of time, which really requires us to step into that place of instead of me pushing through and making this happen, we have to surrender. All right, life, I'm yours. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, brilliant, Anna. I know. I know you could go on and on. I know we all could. <laughs> and I do want uh, to um give some time to Rebecca. So thank you so much for those beautiful examples. Oh, it's a gift to get
1: to talk about it cuz that's the prayer, right?
0: To to stay in that place. Yes. So <laughs> Exactly. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And Rebecca.
2: Oh, yeah, that was gorgeous. Beautiful. And I think for me the um as i was looking at it the word that most captures the essence of that moving retreat is oneness just oneness with all that has been at that monastery all that was in those on in those days and moments of packing and mm. whatever will be with the me there and all you know it, and um, mm. it, you know as you said i really resonated with the word you just said of surrender because it did, yeah. it, it went on for a long time. You know, we started a long time ago a long of, you time doing ago. things we could. My goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and then um, just like every working meditation retreat that's ever been held at that place, I project. So I would mm. I would go to the board and pick up my work note, and it would have <laughs> the the tasks and. I got the beautiful privilege of walking through each day with, with life um, mm-hmm. and really kind of just going from one thing to another with such mm-hmm. joy. I, I think at one point um, mm-hmm. I referred to it as a working honeymoon, you know, just in life. I'm in that silence, in that solitude, in yeah. that in, privileged environment in the beauty yeah. of knowing that this was my role, that there were others who, were, who yeah. had another yeah. uh, view of the project who were putting the task together. Yeah. There were still others who had even a, a larger view of the, of the move and yeah. more and more, you know, all these perspectives. Yeah. And what I got to attend to was, was, yeah. the, was life, And me going through what life was offering just in this and was inviting participation in in this moment. And it was just a Mm. splendid experience.
0: Oh boy. I mean, again, Rebecca, there's so much in that. Because one of the things that I think you're pointing out that was so that is so beautiful about working meditation retreats and about this experience in particular is, it's what Sherry talks about, it's extraordinary what a group of centered people can accomplish. Because each person being willing to beautifully execute the role that they're being asked to play in this moment, which might be Mm -hmm. different in the next moment, and then tomorrow and next week. But whatever Mm -hmm. life is calling each of us to do, stripping out all that, well, that's not really the role I want, or I don't feel like it today, (laughs) or, you know, Mm -hmm. any of that, but everyone being perfectly willing to play their role in that with that attitude of mind that you're describing. So much can get accomplished. I mean, I was laughing as you were saying, taking those notes off the board. You know, that wasn't one or two tasks. That
7: was...
0: And those things got done. Right? End of the day. Those notes get posted complete.
2: Oh, I got to say, it was uncanny how how often the last task would get finished like five minutes before the end of the word. I mean, I've always marveled at how that happens. That is just... Me amazing too. to me how you know how life is, yeah. life's timing is so perfect, and um, and I just want to give one example of my one of my Jeez. favorite tasks was because and this is, speaks to the oneness because I felt like everyone in Sanga was right there. So one my one of my tasks was I got to move the um, the tools like the rakes and the shovels and the pickaxe mm-hmm. and the mattocks and those kinds of things down to the chalet where we were wrapping them in old paint drop cloths, bundling them together Mm -hmm. and wrapping them in in manageably heavy, you know, weight so that Mm -hmm. they they wouldn't hurt anyone's back or anything when they got moved. And I I don't know, it's just, it was was such an example of what I think was talked about earlier in in this very radio program of there wasn't a conversation about, oh, Mm -hmm. I remember when we used to Mm. do road work with this medic and wasn't that but it wasn't that it wasn't a conversation it was as if it was all imbued in that tool itself so the the tool itself was carrying the love of every and the shovel and every Mm. single it ever leveled in that garden or everything you know it was just um it was just an amazing experience of you know when sherry talks about well sometimes i'm you know I'm just the fingers that type on the keyboard, you know, I felt like that yeah. I am just the arms that are carrying these these yeah. tools that have that have been such love with for you know and to us all through all
0: of us through the years. And I love that distinction you're making. It takes me back to the conversation um, Barbara and Ashwini just had. Yeah. That not a conversation. I'm like, oh wow. I mean, all the things that have happened with these tools, right? <laughs> which is so quickly. Even if it starts out in sort of a, you know, a, a lovely sort of a way, it's going to be a train wreck, right? It's going to go yep. down some. But instead, there's. It's just. It's the experience that's. So many people articulated, as I think we said, we we said to the Miwok, people would come on that property and they would feel the love in that place. They would experience it. And it's like, there you are with those rakes, that same love, that same willingness to participate, the transformation that happened for people, raking the paths, you know, digging those ditches, whatever they were doing is Mm -hmm. in those tools. And you got to be the one to carefully pack them to go to their next home. Yeah, it
2: was such a gift, as Anna was saying, such a tremendous privilege. And and you know, and and the thing that I love about that, what we were, what what you were just reflecting is, it wasn't even only the people who used the rakes, but the people for whom the rakes were used. You know, all those paths that we raked all yeah. for all those new retreats yeah. and all those oh, hermitages yeah. and all those okay. little critters and yeah. all the care. I mean, it was just, it, you yeah. know, truly, it would take forever to to list all the beneficiaries and, as you you know, of, of the care that show, was shown at that place and it's specifically through the move, and we, as you said, are, were the first recipients of that care. So just tremendous gratitude for it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, truly. Well, and we'll end with that. Tremendous gratitude for to both of you, Rebecca and Anna, for, I mean, your tremendous participation, of course, and for being with us this afternoon to talk about it. Thanks
2: for being here. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. My pleasure. I'm sure I'm
0: <laughs> my
2: pleasure too. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Gasho. 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 And welcome back to Open Air. Welcome back, Ashwini. Welcome back, Ashwini. Oh,
4: thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. <laughs> oh,
7: you about I'm, that.
4: That I, I just wish we could go on and on with that particular yeah,
0: conversation,
4: that. and of course, you know gosh to you too Jen and and for me, uh, I remember every day then the the list sherry and I would get keep this, do not keep this, what do we do with this how do we do this and and it was just it was such a i mean it was so beautifully orchestrated in how every day was constructed around working working meditation, and for me that Place of attention, right? Mm-hmm. The attention to everything, to every little detail, the thoughtfulness that goes into every decision, how the process mm-hmm. never suffers, even if the volume is enormous, because it's always not what but how. Doesn't matter how mm-hmm. much work we've got to do, how many details we've got to take care of, how much communication has to be put through, that never overshadows the yep. the intention right that it has to be done with presence yep. we pay attention yep. we, in the most expanded awareness place possible compassionately taking care of every person involved in the process that never gets mm-hmm. forgotten and it was it's it's so difficult
0: to articulate that unless you've been part of that experience yeah yeah i mean and thank you for saying all that because it reminds me of one other thing when rebecca was talking that i was looking at of the that it all was done in silence in the way we've always Mm -hmm. done working meditation Mm -hmm. and the fact that you could accomplish something that gigantic and not have Mm -hmm. everyone just you know basically go crazy and okay no you know what we can't do this via notes we have to talk and we have to all get crazy and suffer and you know everyone do their thing (laughs) but instead i mean where it takes me to and i i heard other folks express this on a process level when we were going through it is the tremendous gratitude for the training because that what you're talking about that ability to look at the detail and to to not drop any of the detail and to communicate where communication was needed and to go forward where you could go forward where that was you know all the the ability to do that comes from having been trained and so to be able to go through an experience like that and be even if you're the person coordinating it to you receive it you receive Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i have been so beautiful you know i don't know what it's like like maybe olympic athletes feel that way there they are you know in doing what they're doing with that complete sense of how much has been given to them in that training it's Mm -hmm. extraordinary yeah Mm
4: -hmm. and that's what shows up right because when that ego process starts about, I, this is too much, I can't do this, what? This is my task list for the working meditation period. You just trust the training because the training says, if it's on that, if it's on that task list, that's what you're attending to. There's no, there, right. you, you can have whatever conversation that's going on, but the, yes. the training will move you through it. Yeah, right? It is truly extraordinary. Truly, truly extraordinary. And we can't wait to yeah. have people back on the property exactly
0: right yeah. I mean, and the yeah. all of that that's gonna that's what we'll begin to talk about on good news, but just mm-hmm. everything that's that's coming up in terms of creating our new home and all the opportunities mm-hmm. for participation there it's just we are lucky mm-hmm. people as we'll just say that lucky. in Michael's absence, mm-hmm. she's <laughs> not here to say it tonight. <laughs> we are lucky indeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. All right, well, we do have a lot more folks in the queue, so thank you, for everyone, for that. And let's take our next caller. Next caller, you're now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Next caller.
5: Sorry, I had myself double muted. Sorry. <laughs> this is Ann calling from the Bay Area. Sorry, I'm going on and on, and I'm muted. <laughs> Ann. Um, Hey, I I agree with you. I could have listened to that forever. I would just love to sit and listen to the whole experience of the move from people. And uh, wow, it reminds me of all the mini moves we did at the monastery, you know, from the tent to the building. And I remember Sister Phil saying once she walked in, turned on a light and closed the door. And she said, that's the first time I've done that in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> uh-huh. so, we have no doors uh-huh. you know so i don't know yeah it's just, it's just so delightful to hear all that and i i looked at the you know the blog with the pictures of everything packed up at the monastery and oh my gosh just washes of memories came over me and oh my what an experience hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. And
4: we can be with that, right, and that, that, that's sort of what we were touching into with the last, with the last conversation that there, it's, it's almost like you turn attention to this year now and all of it comes back in this moment. It's not a conversation. It's not nostalgia right. where, you're, where you're thinking about it, but yes. the immediacy of every moment because we're going to that place of presence which happens to be colored or textured, by the content of that particular uh, experience, right? So yes, I can. I, I look at the, the pictures of the big pine tree and I go there to that experience, to whatever the sensations of presence were in witnessing that pine tree. But it is presence in, regardless. So that's why, remains, yes. I mean, it's, I was just writing about it. It remains alive. It's not a memory, it's, it's
5: alive. Yes. Yes, because everything is, as you guys were just saying, everything is imbued with practice. And so what it does mm-hmm. is, it, it, it just, for me, it evokes this sense, almost overwhelming sense of the fullness of practice and the gift of practice. Mm-hmm.
4: I, I, the fullness was, abu- was exactly the word, right? It's just, and overwhelmed, not in, that, uh, not in the overwhelm of, of conditioned mind, but the overwhelm of awe. Right. It's so yes. big. Yes. It's so brilliant. It's so complicated and so multi layered. It's just impossible to express <laughs> it's that level of overwhelm. Right. I just sit there and swim in it.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean and I just can't wait. I cannot wait to come on retreat and swim. I mean that's just like I'm like, Oh my gosh, when do we get to come and work? Mm-hmm. Oh my well you know, the reason I um I put myself in the queue, I was driving earlier so I didn't want to put myself in the queue while I was driving, but I um the thing that struck me was um when you were speaking with a caller and said that life doesn't require us to experience other anything other than what we're experiencing in the moment. Mm-hmm. Wow, that just hit just hit me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's always this overlay, well, not always, but I'm aware of it currently, you know, this overlay of not that, no, no, not that, you know, that, that, you know, our very Mm -hmm. experience, or my very experience is somehow wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not the, the quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. right experience. And uh, to really Mm -hmm. get that, you know, I'm a human being, I'm an orchestra, there's all these instruments. And of course, you know, just because one is playing now doesn't mean that's wrong. It's, can I embrace what's, what's here now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's
4: how, and, and what you're describing, right, Anne, is it's it just, it really is an observation of the level of negation of life that conversation is. The conversation in conditioned mind is constantly negating what is. It takes what is and negates it. That's what it does. Like, that's the program, right? It's a very simple programming equation. Take life and put a negative sign in front of it. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? And to catch on to that is good, is to transcend it in some way because we have to, we then sort of actively redirect the attention to the
5: experience and, and feel it, right? redirect the attention, experience and feel it yes and what I was looking at this in my reflective buddy's call earlier and what I got to quite you know um, accident quote-unquote accidentally that I stumbled upon which was so perfect was a line from the daily recollection of which I've never looked at this way is um, the practice of pure attention so Mm. to really be there attending to what, did it, what is this that I'm experiencing? Because as you were reflecting that, Ashwini, where life puts a negative sign in front of it, what if this very thing that I'm experiencing is the doorway to here, now, bliss, you know, so whatever, you, however you want to describe that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, what if it is bliss?
5: <laughs> uh, yes, but oh, my gosh, because the ego would say, not this, not this.
4: Not this. Right. Well, and it goes back to what you were talking about, about the memories washing in and how alive the moment is, right? Because we constantly have, we have, we have experiences of, um, of sort of emptiness, which is not colored at all. But when we, when we say emptiness in presence, we mean it's fully dimensional, right? It's filled with, information and texture and depth and dimension and vibration and everything else and so when i'm present it's always a, a full experience whatever the colors are right we mm. pure light is very rarely our experience because we 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 are in the world with all of these uh I don't know. I don't know how to say it. You're within the world. You're not outside looking at it through some some lens that that Mm -hmm. strips it of its Mm -hmm. (laughs) parts.
5: It's an awkward way of describing it, but yeah, yeah. What occurs to me when you say that is, you know, this precious human. Existence, you know, the gift of that, because that mm-hmm. that I just watch that ego tendency to want to flatline everything and, ra- you know, mm-hmm. the, the not want to have the quote unquote negative experiences and to just be able to em- welcome, you know, it's, I think of that is that roomy the guest house poem, you know, to just welcome all of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: and, and the welcoming all of it is 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 what we train with. Um, right now, because in one sense it 's the immediacy of the now. So I, here I am talking to you, and I look outside and see this beautiful hummingbird, and, it, and I can feel that place of the joy that just alights in delight, at that pure witnessing. there's no conversation about it, and then there's that place that you're talking about of noticing, oh i 'm having this experience, there's, it's an, that insight of the negation that I also witness, and then the redirect to the moment. All of it is precious human experience because we're not human beings without egos. Yes. We are wow. human beings with egos. So a lot of our experiences did redirect from the ego to here, to an expanded awareness that can see the conversation, notice the conversation,
5: but not believe it. Yes. Wow, just just so grateful. Just go so grateful for everything. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Anne. Thanks for joining us, Anne. And Ashwini, we do have time for at least one more caller. So let okay. us bring our next caller live. OK. That must be the thing you're talking about where you can't unmute the person. <laughs> so let's go to our next caller. Next caller, next caller, next you're, caller. you're now live. Would you please introduce yourself?
7: Hi, this is Lori calling from Asheville. Wow. Well, hey, Lori. I, hi. 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 I, I am just so moved each time I hear one of these conversations about the monastery and the, all the transition and and my own, you know, being there, having been there, and just kind of as as they were talking about packing, and I was just in different parts of the properties and. Oh, that would that would have gotten packed up, and what it all is. It just the whole experience feels so alive in my own heart, mm-hmm. and and I'm so grateful to hear about it because because it, it just makes it so much. It just that aliveness and and what's happening going forward. Um, it's really thrilling, and and so I'm, I'm happy that that we get to hear about it in 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 some detail. That just really fills me in. So. But thank you, everyone who's been a mm-hmm. part of all of this. I'm really
4: happy about that. Yeah. Well, well, um, and in some ways, Laurie, it's such a practice process, right, that, it, I mean, we do this with the Africa Project. There's so many people who support that project. As a, I mean, everyone who donates to it or participates in it in some way does so without ever perhaps going to Africa. So how else do you feel part of it, other than whoever is participating directly can share their experiences? I mean, it's such a sang—that's what sangha means, right? We walk together, and since you can't walk, you can't be at the monastery packing. The person who is packing is able to articulate that experience because it's not my experience; it's our experience. It's such a tangible expression of everybody is a cell in the body of the Buddha because the entirety of it all is required and it's the communication that makes it alive and accessible to someone else, which is why we need everyone in the queue. Otherwise there's no radio show, right? It's the same thing.
7: Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Thank you for saying all that. In you know, our I was thinking about the conversations with Teresa. And how how much that means to me to directly hear what's going on in Contalumba. So yeah, and and I was this is this is my personal um, experience from my training. I would say um, I've been I've been working particularly in my in my yard, but also in my house, and and doing with. Um, some, some of the time I can say some of the time with a real focus of attention on on the detail and and staying with it, staying with well, this is what i 'm focusing on right now i 'm in the kitchen and i 'm clearing, and i 'm staying here because it has such a tendency of going from one thing to another thing and so practicing to stay with it or being in the yard and and just going along with the year long of you know, not being the gardener, simply being participating in an activity that is connecting. Well, that, that no, not no one, no two, just that, that that it's all an activity that is occurring, and I happen to be a part of that, like the cell. And mm-hmm. and so I'm so grateful for that too, for the training that we have in the year long, and how to make that practically mm-hmm. how I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. because
4: there is it's, it's, it's so eminently practical, or even i don 't know what the word is, but that that to me is the fabulous part about practice right there's nothing theoretical about it so the training in the monastery kitchen is is, is i mean is, is how we would train anywhere, and so that same process of well, I can think about what oneness is or I can have an ex- direct experience of it when I'm in my yard or in my house (laughs) because otherwise how how, I mean there's just no other way to do it right Laurie I mean a lot of I I would project a lot of people who are not practiced at practicing would know what that means but would never have an experience of it and that's where the joy is that's where the aliveness is that's where the vitality is right
7: yes yes it is Yes, and and getting the getting the ego person out of it, and and just noticing, mm-hmm. wow, this was such a. I have a tree that I'm I'm just celebrating this huge tree in my yard by making all the the ground around it clear, and and mm-hmm. then and then putting mulch down just so that it can stand. It just feels like standing and as a sentinel to glory and and to life, and it's. Mm-hmm. I just makes me so happy. To be there and to be doing this <laughs> uh-huh. detail mm-hmm. for this, mm-hmm. I think I'm doing it on behalf of the tree. But you know, it's like the tree is there on behalf of the world of life, and because mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. get to have that too, <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: which is why participation yeah. is the point, right? If I'm if I'm there, there there's somehow it's it's what um, it's one of the groups we had around the packing retreat at the monastery that. You know, if you have a house and you have live in, you live in the house and you get a bunch of people to come and move you, it's a very very different experience than what the monks were just talking about where I touch everything, I determine its fate, we determine where it goes, is it going to thrift, is it going to stay behind, how do I put it away, how do I put it in a box so it doesn't break? There's such a level of involvement in that right? And so when mm, you, it's, it's mm, I, I, the mm. line that drops in for me is from the little prince. There's such a difference between a rose and the rose that I take care of.
0: <laughs> I love that. Right? Yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. And, and, then, and,
0: then, and then the, other is part the part is...
4: you take care of and it take care, it's taking care of you. And there's such a depth yeah. to the connection. It's not superficial in any way. It's so different if you had a gardener taking care of that tree for you. Well, it's so interesting because I'm doing all the work by myself. And
7: people say, why don't mm-hmm. you pay, pay somebody to do it? And there's a way in which I think, yeah, that might be wise for my body. And then in a way in which it's like, but I really want to be connected. I, I really, mm-hmm. really yes. want to connect with this process. So mm-hmm. anyway, yes. here I am. Yes. Yes. And, and thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for, for all of this.
0: Thanks, Laurie. <laughs> um, Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us, Lori. Ashwini, we've got three minutes to the top of the hour. Do you wanna take another caller or mm, it's never three minutes, Jen. So it's not. I think it's it doesn't work very well. <laughs> I will say since we have the, since we have those three minutes I will I will say I'm so grateful to you and Lori for adding that what feels like that that uh, kind of additional dimension to the conversation around the the packing and all of that, because what it underscores underscores is, is, I mean, really, I think both Rebecca and Anna alluded to it in some ways, but it's, it's it truly, we had the gift of being the hands of all of Sangha, but But all all of Sangha, listening to those we have an echo suddenly don't we hang on I can see why that's interesting that got a muted okay but all of sangha listening to it and and talking about what what they see in it and their experience of it for me it's so the image that dropped in as, as Lori was talking about it one of my favorite things to do I haven't done it in a million years but is to go to a marathon and to cheer people on especially the people that are you know you're five hours in and they're still out there running like they're not the elite athletes who have. They're the people who are just. They're going to do it, and to be cheering them on, I feel like it's such a gift to me to be that cell in the body of the Buddha. So I just, as Lori talks about it, as people in, in all these different forums talk about everything that comes up for them around this move and their support and their cheering on, that's that's such a beautiful role as well in all of it. Mm.
4: Well and for me, Jen, it's underscoring what what the conversation or extending the conversation that we were having, which is, you know, the participation is the level the level of involvement you have is your attention, right? That just because the monastery is moving, it it is my practice. It is it is my monastery in in everywhere, whether I've been there or not, it is my practice. And so the level, there, there's a, I, it's so hard to describe this, this quality of involvement that, that this practice evokes, right? It doesn't matter if it's a project in Africa that I've never been to or a monastery that I've never been to. Okay. But my involvement yeah. with it is, is, is a deep connection, which is not content related. It's a connection of right. love as a consequence yeah. of which this deep interest and therefore, there's deep involvement. I show up for everything yes. that practice offers because that's what I feel. I feel deeply connected to that oneness that somebody mentioned. Yeah. Right? It's not separate. Yes. I might not. I might not be the hands that are packing the shovel, but I'll never, never pick up a shovel again without just without thinking of what Rebecca said.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And Because the shovel and is that, imbued with the love. Right. Exactly that's exactly what i was going to say that that attention lit almost literally becomes tangible that's the thing that people are responding to when they are physically at the monastery they can feel that that's the thing i mean Teresa has never met most of us most of us she's never set eyes on most of us have not set eyes on any of the folks in the cooperative but the the that experience of the attention and the care and the love that goes in both those, of those directions, everyone feels it. Everyone feels mm. it. Mm. And I, yeah, I
4: think we're matter. at time, but I think that is what oneness is, right? Because it, uh, I've, I always said life, life has done a downward dog for as, many, year, as oh. many thousands of years downward dogs have existed. So I actually don't mm-hmm. have to be, pre- if I'm deeply identified with that sense of oneness, with what all that is, you and I are not mm-hmm. having different experiences. We're having the same experience, and we can touch into that. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's
1: it.
0: And I feel like as we begin to step onto the the literal land that is the new home of practice, that mm-hmm. that all arrives with us. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all there. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's so beautiful. Well, thank you for a fabulous show, and um, likewise. And we'll talk, we'll to, you talk to more callers next week. All right, All right. Thank you, Good everybody. Night, everyone. Go happy. Thank you. Go happy.